everyone, and welcome to Worth the Calories. I'm Matthew Vose. And I'm Catherine Vose. Before we get into this week and we talk about pastry, pastry and pastry, we wanted to say that if you have been enjoying us, do remember to subscribe in your podcast app of choice, Apple Podcasts or Podkicker or Podcatcher or Pod something. Uh, you will have a new episode delivered into your pocket every week. Yes, it's easy to press subscribe. You don't want to miss a tasty bite. Nice. I like what you did there. Yay. That's very good. <laughs> Five house points to... Woo, Gryffindor. Ravenclaw, surely. Slytherin, if I'm honest. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we are plenty both Slytherin. Let's talk about people and judge them. <laughs> uh, pastry week in the tent in the Great British Bake Off. Uh, what do we think of Pastry Week as a whole? I think it um, separated the wheat from the chaff. I don't know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, it, it was all change, wasn't uh. it? I, th- I think it's clearly another one, like bread, where it's a very different beast. Mm. And so there are people who are very good and very skilled and very confident in their core area mm-hmm. that pastry has just thrown them. Yeah. And on the flip side, people who have struggled a little bit, who suddenly go... Oh, of course, I can do a great samosa. I can do a great bake. Well, yeah, done. bring on the pastry. Very nice. Mm. Um, yeah, there was, by the end of this, one choice for star and one choice to go out. Yes, there, very much people so. People pushed them close in either direction, more to go out. But mm. it was, by the end of it, you went, yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Like, there was no one else that you could have chosen to go out. I mean, all three rounds were yeah, disastrous. Absolutely. Okay, so the first round was the signature bake, six sweet samosa and six savoury samosa. Mm. I'm not going to say that too fast. (laughs) Um, Plus a dip. Yep. In two hours. I really think the time constraint was was the key thing here Mm. because all of them had good ideas. Okay, I mean, there there was some fillings. I was a bit like, "Eh, I'm not sure about that as a filling. But all of them seemed like if they'd had another hour, mm-hmm. they'd have produced some very, very accomplished samosas of variety of fillings. Yeah. But everyone seemed a bit flustered by the time. Some of them rose above it. Some of them did not. Yeah. Um, looking back on my notes, the, the, the two who were at risk all the way through, Manon and Dan, were the two who struggled with this. Mm. And I can't tell... Why? Why time was a difficulty for either? I think did Dan actually restart his dough, or did he just overwork it? I think he had. I think he had two goes at the dough. Okay. So, so I mean, the first time he was saying, "Oh, it's overworked. I've got to start again." Mm. But his second pastry was dreadful as well. I think well. It said so. It was tasted a bit more like bread. Maybe he's just not very good at pastry. Maybe. Well, and and that's what made me wonder that perhaps he was. It was the second dough. For the second type of pastry. Mm. Maybe. I don't know. I don't um, know. And was it perhaps that Manon, because she was doing that oven bake element of hers, baking the apples and the caramel, uh. that added an extra bit of time for the... Because she ended up with a disappointing, which is a yeah. rarity. Um, I, I think... I, I was actually surprised because the flavours in Manon seemed to be a problem as well. Okay. That the flavours mm. were dry and that the caramel, which should have produced a bit of moisture for the tartatan samosa, was too thick to actually produce uh, the moisture. Yeah, yeah. It's like, it, it just, none of it seemed to hang together. Because mm. I, I quite like the idea of uh, tartatan with uh, caramel sauce. Yeah, it's, and it sounds just right mm. for that sort of pastry, almost like an apple turnover. Type Absolutely, yeah. but yeah, she's, she's obviously lost too much moisture in the apples mm. and hasn't put it back with a gloopy sauce. Gloop. Mm, <laughs> um, but by and large everyone else did well I've got lots mm. of deliciousnesses and yes. um, some lovelies and we had a couple of handshakes in there the juggernaut of flavour that were Rahul's which yeah. is a great turn of phrase nice yeah. nice I'd, I'd be pleased if someone described anything I made as a juggernaut of flavour yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, and Bryony with her beautiful perfect pastry Yes, beautiful, perfect pastry, but but quite frankly, who wants to have peanut butter inside her supposed to? That 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 to me is a bit. Like, that is her going back to what she makes in terms of flavour. She does peanut butter, she does caramels and syrups and treacles. Yeah. So and and that's their flavour. So absolutely yeah, fine. Fair enough. Um, but I can see that peanut butter is a very 
gluey is a is a good way to describe mm. it. Yeah, and maybe actually it's that Prue doesn't really like peanut butter. Yeah, because I think she had something else earlier in the season that had peanut butter oh, in okay. that she wasn't a fan of. I can see that. Uh. No, so I, I I quite liked that they all came at this bake with very different ideas. Yes, uh, and particularly in some ways the um, the savoury. Because mm. only, I think, one of them went with a very traditional, I think Ruby did a very traditional yes. type of smokes, but everyone else was doing, oh, a bit of cheese or a bit of chicken or some beetroot. And, mm. you know, th- there was lots going on there that's quite nice. It, so often, and as we'll see for the rest of this week, you end up with two or three people doing the same thing. Yes. The same sorts of fillings, the same sorts of outers, yes. that kind of thing. It was really nice just to have all this different mix of them. Um, yeah. And some of them had done some really great decoration. They looked mm. beautiful. Yeah. Bryony's looked gorgeous. Yeah. Kim Joy writing on the equations on hers. Bless her. Yeah, just, okay, fine. Let's put a little bit of decoration easily mm. on there. Done. Yeah, yeah nice. Mm. Nice no, stuff. I, I think that was a good challenge. Although time was the thing that made it a challenge, I actually think there was a lot of juggling going on mm. to whether you do two different pastries, one pastry, then two different types of filling, then a dip as well. And yes. Yeah, I, I, I like that as a challenge. I think yeah. it was good. Um, our technical this week was Puy d'Amour. Puy d'Amour. Well of love. <laughs> uh, a rough puff pastry with a shoe pastry topped with a com- compote and creme, pra- creme patissiere that was then blowtorched. Yep. Oh, and sugar. <laughs> yep. So, so for me, this will be... A 100% learning experience, because okay. I've not made any of those elements before. Right. Okay. So... Um, Is there any bit you're looking forward to more than... I'm trying to... So... I think the thing that I will enjoy eating the most out of it is the creme pat. I love okay, it, a creme pat. Right. So, so probably that's the technique that I'm looking forward to learning the most because it's one that I probably would like to be able to use again in the future. Okay. Um, but no, I, I think I, I'm interested okay. to, to have a crack at it all. Okay. I, I suspect your um, Paul-esque <laughs> compliments on my baking will be, oh, your shoe's a bit flat. <laughs> Well, we'll talk about our approach to them at the end. Yes. Um, when we start talking about the, the technicals in detail. Again, a very big range of outcomes mm, for them. Very much Almost so. Almost like they all went wrong at a different stage. Yes. So, you know, two of them forgot sugar, but one of them added sugar and that caused a problem. Um, one of them ended up with a very thin puff pastry. One had a very thin compote filling. One made it look original, but that meant it was a bit different. One piped it poorly. Like, really interesting. They all struggled mm. with a slightly different aspect of it. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And and I think, it for me, it's fascinating with Bryony and Dan that they both made the same mistake, mm-hmm. but it was their response to that mistake that made such a difference in their outcome. Yeah. Because Bryony actually, exactly, yeah. actually turns out, didn't really matter that you forgot the sugar at that point. Put it on later. No one seems to have noticed. Absolutely. But she knew that her shoe would would fall if she opened the other yeah. door, and that's that's speaking to her having technical skills. Yep. I think we'll we'll talk a bit more about her her capability at the end. But I I feel like perhaps she's turned a corner, and this is starting mm. to give her opportunities to shine. Um, John, I was almost surprised didn't get first in the technical because his was just across the thing. Great color, great shoe, really good. Yeah. I don't feel like they actually told us what differentiated them. No, I agree. But maybe that maybe that's because those two were so close. Hmm. They just there was some minute difference, something yeah. in the flavor, who knows. Her sugar was was uh, sharp. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, that would be hard, wouldn't it? Um yeah. I quite like Rahul getting the comment about it being original. We've been talking about he clearly has the the ability of a very good baker. Yeah. And, and I think that absolutely came across here. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's got a real spark of talent. Mm. So, yes, I, 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 I'm going to be interested to see if Rahul continues on as a nuclear scientist mm. or actually does something in the baking world. Yeah. It's just that, I don't know, I suppose I'm trying to imagine him in one of the kitchens that, uh, oh, what's that horrible shouty man's name? Oh, Gordon Ramsay. Yeah. Mm. Can you imagine Rahul in a Gordon Ramsay kitchen? Being his petition yeah, chef, nice. it would not be a good thing. But I, I also don't think that's the sort of chef that would hire him. 
No. Because a chef who knows he puts his people under pressure to make them achieve good things does not hire someone who looks fragile. Yeah, and maybe Rahul is the the creative chef rather than the person that actually mm. does all the baking. Yeah, yeah. Um, Not too much more to say on the technical, I think. No. So then we come to our showstopper, a, a banquet pie to go in the mm. middle of a feast shaped by hand to no some molds. shape. No moulds. No moulds Get your mould away from my pie. Three and a half hours. It's not a long time. Not a long time to do to do the pastry from scratch. Yeah. Um... What are your thoughts on which pastry you would have done? Which one went best and was the right choice? I think the right choice was the simpler, faster one. Right. The, um, I don't know what it was called, the hot water oh, thing? Yes. I can't remember the name of it. The one that wasn't puff pastry. Yeah, the one that they do when they do a raised pie as well. And yes. Yeah. yeah. I, 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 For me, I think that was the right decision. I think the people that did that pastry were able to do more interesting decoration. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I think the outcome was better for them. Yeah, I think I'd agree. I'm, I'm looking back over the three who did puff pastry. Obviously, one just went badly for time issues. Yep. He, I mean, the point that they talked about him gambling on doing a perfect puff pastry and his ended up the worst pastry. Yeah. I mean, so. him, him leaving it in the fridge for that long completely backfired. Yeah. Um, but yeah, actually, Kim Joy's was too soggy. Yep. Um, John's wet, I think is the comment I've got here. Yeah, I've got taste delicious, really wet. I mean, it actually looks like vet. So that's why I had to vet. think about it for a second there. <laughs> is yeah. a vet pie. Is ah, a vet ah, pie. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> but yeah, it didn't even hold its shape, really. No. Yeah. So it was a bit of a bit of a sad um, a sad dragon or as Prue said the lar- a really large sausage roll. Yes. Which sounds great. Yeah, you I wouldn't I wouldn't, I wouldn't object of... to that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean and I bet it was tasty, but it didn't have the elegance and the impact of of a lot of the others. No. So yeah, no, so I think uh, the puff pastry was a bad move. Okay. Um of the designs, mm. so we had some some very good designs in there. I think the mermaid, the octopus, and Alice, yeah, maybe the butterfly came out best. I think the crown itself was a well, you've made a shape and yeah. not done too much extra to it. Sadly, any favourites on the designs of them? It's interesting. I liked <laughs> the octopus, but I got the impression that Paul and Prue thought it was too simple. Yeah, because uh, it was all contained in yeah. round, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um. I, I like the mermaid, but then that's just because everything Kim Joy does just makes me smile. <laughs> makes my heart happy. <laughs> I like that she had a little labely thing for it as yeah, well. Yeah, bless nice. her. Um, but I mean, obviously design, there is one design that was so much more intricate and, intricate and so much more entertaining than the rest. Mm. And and that's Bryony, who was a, a thoroughly well-deserved star baker. Yeah, absolutely. Um I think the filling of the pie is a different thing we might talk about separately. Yes. But everything she did on the outside, she did it really well. She obviously put it in at the right time, had steam hole properly done where everyone else was making comments about theirs. Hers came out well. She had the playable croquet going That's on with so it. That's so cute. And, and port. Who doesn't like port? Well, exactly. Mm. Which I'm assuming she hadn't made that. <laughs> no. <laughs> she was just serving it next to it, yeah. You just thought. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, really well thought through. Really yes. well done. This... I feel like this week has absolutely paid, played to her strengths. Yeah, I, I agree. Absolutely. And and like I said about Ruby last week, I mm. think, this week I get the sense that Bryony's come ready for business. Yes. Bru- Ruby is also still, I'm here yep. and I'm serious. Hair up, glasses Hair up, on, glasses on yep. focus. Less less of the, way Ruby from the start. But, but this <laughs> week, Bryony is like, yep, I'm on it, focused. Yeah, yeah I feel like she was... Made up perhaps more than normal. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was a stronger lipstick, and but uh. I feel like that hair done as though she'd gone right. I'm going to take this seriously, but in that way, that's her way of putting on a face. And, yeah, and, mm. and she was felt felt like there was an inner confidence mm. about what she was doing. Whereas like the last couple of weeks, she's been a bit like ah. Yeah, and and oh, I've said it a couple of times now, but she struggled. She's learned from struggling, and I think even Rahul couldn't match her this week. Mm. Or on any other week, Rahul this week would have would have won it. Coming high in the technical, getting a handshake, um, having a terrific flavour and a really nice looking pie. But everything Bryony did came out well. 
Yes. So she absolutely topped him yeah, on everything. Yeah, yeah. Does he have the capacity to add that extra flair? I mean, he's got good flair, but it's just not coming off, maybe. Mm. Mm. Not quite coming off. I think, yeah, his butterfly curry pie was good, mm. but it wasn't quite... The, it's the decoration just wasn't as inspired as Bryony's decoration. No. Yeah. I mean, it just—it was just delightful. Yes. From start to finish. Yeah. Whereas Rahul's was good. And and clearly hers had, uh, his had broken up a bit in the moving of it, and and had a you know not the best time on on its tray. Um, and it looked like the problem that Manon had with it sticking was because there was a loop of one of the tentacles, the butter would filled it up and then right. cooked, so it right. cooked the, the paper on. I I also think there's an element to. For me, hmm. a pie is not in the shape of a butterfly. Now, I know it was supposed to be <laughs> yeah, yeah, a, yeah. a shaped, moulded pie. Yeah. But I felt like, um, it's that, this is going to sound really stupid, but I felt I feel like there's a distinction between a pie mm-hmm. that Bryony did, mm-hmm. which would be made up and decorated to be a festive splendour, mm-hmm. and pastry in the shape of a butterfly. Okay, yeah. It, it, it just felt like, it didn't feel like a pie. It felt like a butterfly, pastry yeah. shaped to the butterfly. Okay, <laughs> I, don't, okay. I don't know. So here's here's the next thing on that thing. It's supposed to be shaped by yes. hand without a mould. Is a hat a shape? Is it not a pie shape with a rim? Possibly, but that worked for me. Yeah, I, I, I agree as well. But if we're going to think about it in those terms of what the challenge actually was, yes. I, I can actually look at that and go... Yeah, she didn't really shape it. I suppose I, I just I, I take your point. Mm-hmm. I still love it. <laughs> I guess um I I'm thinking about the different pies. Don't criticize my favourite yeah, baker but, this week. <laughs> I, I think for me for, for me for it to feel like a proper pie. You have to be able to pick it up. If it's well cooked enough, you have to be able to pick it up easily right. without it falling to bits. Okay, yep. And and I think most of the shapes, like even the fish ones, mm. were a shape that, that, if it was cooked perfectly, could be transported yes. relatively straightforwardly. But the design of Rahul's means that there ain't no way that's being lifted no, that's easily. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and therefore it didn't... F- emotionally it did not resonate with me no, as a pie. I, yeah, I can absolutely see that. And, and yeah, that is a very good point that he had troubles moving it because he'd gone too far with the moulding almost. Yeah. yeah. Mm. I, I'd say the same thing for John's. Even if John's had been cooked perfectly, yeah. it was a big sausage roll. Yeah, the thin, thinness of it definitely lends it to that's what he's done. Yeah. Effectively. Um, talking of the curry and the filling and the pie... The game, the 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 lot of venison inside hers, which was mushroom and and sweet potato, was beetroot in there, and maybe some beetroot as well, and a lot of meat. Like I th- I think it might have been the beetroot lending it some colour as well. But when they actually cut into it, you go, oh, that looks so heavy, and it's so high as well. It did not look appetising. The colour didn't look appetising yeah. either. Now maybe it's just that I'm not the hugest of venison fans, mm. but I, I I'm with Prue. I would have been a lot more excited about eating that if there'd been a significantly higher proportion of sweet potato. Yeah, yeah, I think so. might... and a, a, a mix of colours and looks yeah. in there, and yeah. And also, I wasn't really all that. I mean, I understand why she put the paste, the, the pancake at the bottom, mm. but I, I didn't really feel inspired about eating a pie with a pancake in the bottom. Well, you'd only get a little slice of it, yeah. so you'd, you'd ignore it for the most part, wouldn't you? Um, I like the curry pies. Mm. I'm not sure about the rice in them. I can un- again, same sort of thing. I can understand, but then you get the rice in the pie, and it feels like a lot of carb. I can live with that. I, 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 I would. I yeah. I really like the idea of those curry pies. Nice. I, what we would, could maybe make one. Well, I was about to ask you, what would you have done? What What would your pie be, and what would your shape be? Oh, oh, <laughs> sudden questions. Ooh. Well. Mm. What would my pie be? I probably would be a a, a steak pie, steak mm. and ale. Nice. Okay. Can't go wrong with steak and ale. Maybe yep. some mushrooms in there. Mm-hmm. Steak, mushroom, ale. I love kidney. Not everybody loves kidney, <laughs> so I'll probably keep kidneys out of it. Um, what would my shape be? Could you dare to cut into a kitty cat shaped pie? <laughs> <laughs> my thoughts are cat, but I'm not sure I want to slice up the cat. And also... 
Ooh, maybe a cow. A cow. Steak so and ale pie in, inside, a cow. inside a cow. Nice, That's I like that. That's what I do. How about <laughs> you? Because um, obviously I've had the time that you've been thinking to think about it. Probably a... Because um, I do like a steak pepper slice. Mm. Something like that again with some mushrooms, some yeah. onion, but lots of peppercorns. Nice, nice, good, nice. Got a bit of kick to it. The shape... I mean, this week it's probably a Star Trek shape, so it's probably the, de- de- the Delta V yes, or yes. The, the Enterprise or something. Nice. Yeah. A bust of Jean-Luc Picard. There we go. <laughs> so that's for my dinner on Sunday? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Okay. So Briny got Star. Yep. Um, which, I, yeah, was absolutely nailed on when they were yep, talking yep. about it. Yes, I could see the others doing well. Um, and I'm hoping this is going to set her up. Suddenly, Vegan Week, I think, given how well she's done this week, I think Vegan Week plays to some of her strengths as well. Mm. So that'll be interesting. Um, Dan left the tent. Just just imploded. Yeah. I'd never have predicted that he'd do so badly in all three. Yeah. And, and this is absolutely... I don't think I've ever seen it happen quite this way of it's just all gone wrong. Yeah. And just every decision he's made has not been a good decision. Mm. Like... You know, the guy who went out after Bingate and all that kind of thing, you can understand it, but it, it was a significant big thing. But this was one massive bad week. Yeah. Poor lad. Yeah. I feel sorry for him because he'd done so well in previous mm. weeks. But but you can be a really good baker mm. and not do pastry dishes. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So um, Manon did push him pretty hard. Sh- Again, not the decisions in the baking, but decisions in... What she put in, how she prepared it, um, and then the salty, salty fish well, at the th- end. Th- I am baffled by this because mm. her 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 touch with flavor flavors mm. has never been questioned up no. till now. So for her to get her fillings too dry and not working in the samosas at the start, and then and then for her fish pie to be too salty like yeah. that, yeah. issues. I, I was convinced she was going home because she did say at the end of the first day, "I have to do well tomorrow." Yes. <laughs> She's usually a death knell. <laughs> the curse of <laughs> <Yeah>. the... <laughs> so I, I think Pastry Week has been one of the better weeks we've had so far. Most exciting. I, I've enjoyed the challenges. I've enjoyed the mix of things people have done with the challenges. Mm. I, I felt it really has brought everyone's different yeah. capacities to it to, to bear. And our favourite has won. <laughs> and and <laughs> well, indeed, is, she, is she still absolutely your favourite? Absolutely. Yeah? Yes. Kim Joy's not snuck in there. I I admire Kim Joy's artistic sensibilities, right. but I would have a better time in the pub with Brian. Okay, <laughs> it is, is my obviously yeah. I don't know. I'm sure Kim Joy would be grateful in the pub as well, but <laughs> that, that's my uh, gut feel. I think I'd probably say the same, but I think I'd have a really good time eating Brian's puddings. Yes, she makes really good cakes yes, yes. that are exactly to my flavours. Yes, yes. Um, I don't know who's going to win it at this stage. Really hard to call at this point because I think we are now in, into everyone is a very good baker. The ones you would have seen in week one and gone, yeah, they're the top half. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, no no one is actively weak. I mean, Dan had a shocker of no. a week, but he's still a very, very accomplished baker. Yeah. So uh, none of them are bad bakers. Yeah. So. I, I, I think only Rahul now has not struggled. Oh, no, Kim Joy. Kim Joy's been fairly middle-ish mm. and then did well for, for the last week. So, yeah. Hmm. So, see. last week we made a blancmange and some biscuits, mm-hmm. So and so did Miss Mandy K. Oldsway. Indeed. So, let's hear what we had to say about that. Good. Yes, cocoa butter. Cocoa butter's like proper expensive. It is not easy to find, it's not cheap, and we're only going to be using a very little bit of it, and I'm not sure green chocolate is something I want to make too often, I can't see... Huge use for it. Right. I didn't really understand why it was green in the first place. There are better colours for making your chocolate, surely. I wonder if it's like the Incredible Hulk. It's green because green is a rarely used colour, so let's do something different. Maybe, mm. maybe. Yeah, but, so, so Mandy, you, you said you used um, food colouring. Yes. Is that like a oil-based food colouring? I think so. Um, I, it's just box of like four food colors that come you put little drops in whatever you're trying to color um mm. people use them a lot to do i think um easter eggs okay, okay. stuff yeah. um but 
it worked. I was afraid it wasn't mm. going to work because I looked up why do you need cocoa butter to color white chocolate? Mm. And of course, almost everything said that if you use regular food coloring or you get any yeah. like non buttery substance in there, that it's just going to separate and not work at all. Disaster. Yeah. Basically, water in melted chocolate is the worst. So. Right. <laughs> yeah. um, but it worked. So I'll take yeah. it. Mm. Mm. Yeah, it looks yeah. good. We only had the, the water based stuff. So. Yeah, so I, I decided I was on um, I was on long de chat um, duty, and I, I decided discretion was the better part of valor. Um, and after burning the first set of white chocolate in the microwave, I decided just to dip the ends of um, the chocolate in in the second bit of white chocolate. So not not quite as authentic looking as yours. Oh well, you didn't do yours on the the lengthwise on the diagonal either. <laughs> Well, my 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 didn't even really have a diagonal. My longer shot were very tasty. <laughs> ovula, <laughs> but but is ovula the word? Ovula, um, maybe not. Ov- yeah, maybe ovula. Who knows? <laughs> o- ovoid. 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 They were they, they were not necessarily quite as elegant as uh, Prue would approve of. Um, yeah. I kind of yeah. They tasted good. Yeah, I struggled with that too because I, I don't think I've ever worked with a cookie dough that was quite this light for lack of a better mm. word. And so when I was piping them out, I thought, I don't understand how these tiny little lines are going to make cookies. And then they spread completely flat out, mm. but they yeah. went in odd directions. Yeah, I, I was very um, I was very disturbed that I and there was no way there were going to be 12 the size that I was piping them out. And I think I used too thick a nozzle on the piping bag. I also think I lost half the um, the mixture down the sides of the piping bag. I wasn't very successful at gracefully getting them into the piping bag. Ah, uh, yeah. Okay. But I guess that's just uh, practice. Good. What, what, what did you think of the taste? Is, is Long de Chat a biscuit that you've eaten uh, before? No. And I was concerned because I also don't like almonds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and everything about this was almonds. <laughs> Um, yeah, but I couldn't taste the almonds. It tasted like sugar. It was mm. crunchy sugar dipped in white chocolate, uh, so it tasted just fine. Yeah, what's not to like? Mm-hmm. Yeah, my my mom came over a couple days ago, and I was trying to offer her lunch. I had soup that I had made the night before. I was like, I can make you a sandwich, and she said, No, I've been dieting. I want junk food, and she proceeded to eat all of my cookies. Oh, really? Yes. <laughs> so apparently they were. Pretty tasty, at least for somebody who's sugar deprived. So Fair I'll take it. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. I must say, I, I really like the taste of them. So mm. I, I think I'd like to try them again. I'd like to try them with more mixture. Mm. I found that the, the quantity that the recipe made was very, very scant. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. so, and, and I feel a little bit like if I had a smaller nozzle on the pipe and if I had more batter in the piping bag, I might have been able to get up a flow or get up enough practice that mm. actually I was piping out the right sort of length and the right sort of quantity biscuits. Mm. I kind of felt that, oh, I've done six and they're a bit wonky. Oh, and now I've got no batter. <laughs> yeah, I noticed oh watching the episode that most of them had drawn lines on the parchment paper so that they yeah, could get too them short all exactly that. the same. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not going to do that either. <laughs> Maybe I should have used a ruler. I did kind of go... <laughs> How long's eight centimeters? Ah, this'll do. I did use a ruler to measure the nozzle for my piping bag. Oh, I didn't do that either. That's good. That that would have been a very good idea. Well done. Um, and it, I think it mine was slightly too big, but it was it was pretty close. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, I had no idea how long eight centimeters was, and so I was just like, "Hey, that looks like I might be able to get twelve this length." So we'll see what happens. And nice. No, no, it looks like you've done a really good job. Yeah. Nice. So let's let's talk blank mange. Um, <laughs> please, can we not call it blank mange? <laughs> that sounds awful. Can I just tell Blanche. you that I think that this technical challenge was rubbish and cheating okay. because a blancmange is not baking. Like the baking part was the cookies, which really were not mm-hmm. that technical. All of the technical knowledge came from making the blancmange, which is not baking. And so I was very frustrated. Yeah, I, I kind of take your point. There was limited baking. Although there is precedent for this in the bake-off with um, that Bavois thing that Matthew made a few years ago. Mm. Yeah. Um, I, I, I see your point that it's not like making a cake or a pie, but 
I can also see that there are technical skills in this that can go wrong really quickly. As soon as you throw corn flour in a mixture, there's going to be a problem. Right. The heating at the end to get get it out of the tin, like, and they they said this on most people's it's lost definition. It's exactly what I had as well. Just left it in a bit too long. It should have just literally been a couple of seconds. So I think I think there's enough bits in here that it is testing the technical skill, even if it's not like a traditional baking a cake. Right. Okay. And they've done boiled puddings before, so. Oh, I think, yeah. I, I, and I suspect right. we might see something like that later in the season. You're right. I think I just wanted to complain about it because <laughs> it did not turn out very well. Although I did um, watch the episode after I made it and felt better about it after that. Mm, yeah. But <laughs> this one was did, tough. Did, did you like the flavor of your blanc- of your blancmange? I did. I, I didn't really like the texture. Um, mm-hmm. And part of the texture is the, the UK to US conversions and trying to find ingredients. Um, right. That, that caused an issue, which we, we can talk about. But in mm-hmm. general, I thought, yes. Um, and I actually think freezing it would be wonderful. Uh, to sort of make it almost mm. like an, into an ice cream or yes. a, a parfait. Yes. Mm. Mm. So um, I bought frozen raspberries to do this with. Because they came in a bigger bag, so I wouldn't have to buy lots and of And they're significantly cheaper. Well, it does make a difference on the price as well, so that was well worth it. Um, but I forgot to defrost them, so I thought, well, I'll just try it frozen and see what happens. And it basically made them into like a kind of sorbet pulp thing. Right. Like just the raspberries themselves. It probably would have been really quite tasty at that stage. <laughs> I bet. Nice. But I wanted to defrost them so I could get the puree out, so I then stuck the mixer, the electric mixer that I was pureeing them in, mm-hmm. in the oven. Um, <laughs> and cooked them in, cooked the mixer in the oven for a bit, and then took it out and then put it through a sieve. Okay, that's what you do, isn't it? Hey, whatever you got to do to make it work. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but you switched out raspberries. I did. I don't what like raspberries, do and so I, I thought I want to actually be able to eat this, and so I used another red berry, strawberries. Mm-hmm. Although strawberries very quickly lose their vibrancy and color. So mine looks very sad and very pale compared to the beautiful, <laughs> vibrant pink color um, that you get when you use the raspberries. Okay. Did you um, puree them as was? Did you hull them and take out the sort of white bit in the middle? No, I just took off the leaves. Okay. Um, and so I left everything else and pureed them like that. And the puree was actually very, like, dark pink. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But as soon as it got mixed in with that cream mixture, like that color just went away. Uh, yeah. Okay. And did you put them through a sieve? Yes. Okay. Did was there much left over? Because I feel like strawberry seeds break down more than raspberry seeds. Oh no, I had almost as much left over as went through the sieve, and, and in fact, oh. so much so that because I thought strawberries. Maybe because I switched them out that I would have gotten more of that juice from the raspberries. I actually put mm. some of the like the leftover bits back in just right. to make sure mm. I had, had enough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because it's amazing how little you get left over from the raspberries. It really is just a kind of really thick, seedy jam. It's really mm. strange what's, what it's gets left over. Going yeah. in my porridge tomorrow. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> we use all the buffalo around here. <laughs> So, so you said you had some conversion problems. Mm. What, what, what were they? Well, okay. So there were two major issues, um, and and really they're they're ingredient issues, not conversion issues. Mm. One, double cream is not a thing that actually exists here. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. And, what, what does that really translate into? Heavy cream or something like that? Uh, the best that I could get gather is that heavy cream is a very very weak version of okay. double cream. I did manage to find double cream at a specialty store called World Market. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, so I, I was able to buy that. It was not cheap. <laughs> but um, Joseph insisted because he was going to be my guinea pig and he wanted me to make it as close to the recipe as possible. Mm-hmm. And he was already annoyed nice. that I switched out the fruit. Um, and, and so that one, I did get that ingredient in. Yeah. But it just I had to find it. I had to track it down. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, th- I think the the biggest issue uh, was the gelatin. 
Okay. Because Ooh. gelatin comes in packets here, powdered packets, not in uh, leaves like you guys have. Okay. And so I looked up the conversion for how much you would need, like how many sleeves is a packet so that I could try to get the right amount. Mm-hmm. And I overestimated just a little bit just because I knew it was going to be slightly different. But they don't Does your blancmange bounce? Does it no, bounce? No, no, no. It actually, I needed more because... Oh, really? So... From my understanding is that when you have the sheets, they don't break down. So like the direction said, you could squeeze out the excess water and just put mm-hmm. the gelatin in. Mm-hmm. When you have the powder, you mix the powder with the water and mm. then like you have to use the whole thing. It yeah, doesn't it form a, a sheet of goo. gelatin that you can <laughs> like scoop out. And mm. I didn't realize that. And so I had planned to try and just scoop off the gelatin on the top of the water. Right. And that didn't work. So I uh, had. So you had to this, put water in with your mixture. I did. Um, so it okay. was this goopy, watery mess, and so I ended up not getting as much gelatin in the mixture as it called for. Right. Okay. I really didn't think it was going to set at all, mm. and so I was happy that it did. Mm. But if you look at my picture, it looks like I put it in just a flat, round mold, like a ring mold. Mm. And it wasn't. It was a bunt cake mold that has like peaks and valleys okay. and grooves in it. But as soon as um, I pulled it out, it just like sank and went flat. Right. Right. Oh, interesting. I wonder if um, the powdered gelatin would actually dissolve in the mixture itself without the water stage. Mm. I don't know because all of the directions for using powdered gelatin say you have to sprinkle it over water to make it bloom. Okay, right. Like to turn it into gelatin. So I, yeah. I just don't know. I, I was trying my hardest. Yeah, maybe maybe adding it to the milk and corn flour that stage or something. But yeah, yeah. I must, I must say, gelatin is absolutely the only my only reason for working with gelatin at all has been mm. this Bake Off podcast. It's not something <laughs> that um, it's not something that normally calls to me. So mm. yeah, because we we have powdered and. Um, leaves over here. Okay. See, and I even looked, uh, when I went to World Market, I looked in the section where I found the double cream, which was kind of Mm. like the specialty items from the UK, Mm. to see if they had gelatin leaves, and they did not. It was still just packets. Okay. That's not helpful. (laughs) That's not useful, guys. (laughs) It's also not speciality. Sell the stuff that's different, Mm. please. (laughs) Right, exactly. Okay, just before we move off the ingredients, though, the... Double cream. Have you now tried double cream? Can, can you talk to it being different? Did you like it? I wouldn't like it just on its own. I, I wouldn't sit there and eat it with a spoon. Um, no. Yeah. No. <laughs> but, but like uh, in a drink or over a dessert. I think so. Or... Absolutely. Because it is much thicker than heavy cream. Much thicker. Oh, in fact, mm. I had stored it in the refrigerator and it solidified in the jar. Like mm. like the like the texture of butter, and so I kind of had to put it in the microwave to get it thin enough where I could shake it to get it a cohesive liquidness okay. that I could put in in the bowl. Um, I, I thoroughly recommend a good dollop of it on top of a hot sticky toffee pudding. Ah, that it's actually good. sounds like it might be good. Um, I I did run into one issue with the double cream though. Mm. So, um. The direction said that you were supposed to keep a portion of it out and you were supposed to lightly whip it so that you could pipe it into the little Mm -hmm. stars around it. And to me, that's like making whipped cream, which I would make out of heavy cream. And so I whipped it the same way that I would whip heavy cream. Mm -hmm. And I turned it into butter. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it is really only, it takes a little bit to thicken up and then it's done. I mean, it was like five seconds. It was Mm. completely separated. I had like this watery liquid substance and butter. I wonder if that was the microwaving or something. Because we wouldn't normally whip double cream. Okay. We'd whip whipping cream, Mm. which is thinner than double cream. Mm. Right. So, yeah. Which is probably more similar to your heavy cream. This recipe does say to whip this to turn it into the the decoration, but... We didn't bother. We were just like, oh, there's enough cream well, in no, this. Well, so, no. So we took the, the blancmange as a, as a dessert for Sunday lunch. So I was like, okay, I'm already going to be spending time getting it out of the tin. I'm not going to bother with the right. <laughs> whipping that, and no, piping. No, that makes perfect yeah. sense. Um, I wish that I had done it correctly because I would have liked to try it whipped and mm. see if mm. changing the texture a little bit would make it feel more familiar to me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I still piped it on just so that it in the picture it looked the way it was supposed to. I had my yeah. little star piped butter ring around it. 
<laughs> yeah, it was weird because I've heard them talk for years about if you over whip something, then you turn it into butter. And it never occurred to me that that's a real actual thing because I've never experienced <laughs> it. And like within 10 seconds, that's exactly what I did. Oh, fascinating. So, so how did your guinea pig like it all? Butter, butter and blancmange. And he got seconds right away. Oh, wonderful. So he Excellent. did enjoy it. Um, nice. Now, neither of us have had any more. It's still in the fridge. Okay. <laughs> but I think part of that is just because it looks so sad. It does not look appetizing because of the color. Like, honestly, it looks like potted meat. It's just that color and texture like mm. Spam or, or bologna okay. or something like that. Yeah. It doesn't look like mm. a delicious dessert. Mm. Um, but it did taste nice. I, I would eat it again. I would probably, if I made it again with strawberries, I would probably add food coloring to it just to get it to look mm. more appetizing. I, I think hulling the strawberries might make a difference. Take out the pale bit of them. I mean, you'd have to use more strawberries, but yeah. stick to the the fruity bit as yeah. well. Yeah, that's a good idea. I, I think you should take a couple of slices off and freeze them and just see what that's like. Mm. Oh, that's a good idea. Do it like a sort of creamy pate. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A couple of slices, just free, mm. freeze them off or, or or put them in for just like, I don't know, a couple of hours so that they're mm. semi-frozen, like a semi-fredo or parfait. Mm. I bet that would be tasty. Yeah. Yeah. So what did you guys think of yours? It was good. Really yeah. nice. It went down really well uh, at lunch today as well. Mm. We, we left the remainder of ours with Matthew's parents because <laughs> Matthew's dad in particular showed every sign of wanting to eat the rest. So oh. we like, yeah. Fine. <laughs> yeah, he went straight back for seconds as yeah. well. I, I was really pleased with the colour, how it came out, because it was a pink. Right. It was Barbie pink. Yes. Yeah. But it was really good. I really liked the, um, it, there was a nice sharpness to it, mm. which meant that, because mm. I, mean, I, I don't like an overwhelmingly, overwhelmingly sweet flavor with a mm. fruit-based dessert. So I quite like the fact there was a little bit of sharpness to it, uh, which balanced out the, the sugar in there. Mm. It was very good. tasty. Good. I didn't put Chambord into it, the, the liqueur, because okay. uh, I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to blame the illness. Um I'm not sure it needed it, actually. That extra touch of a sort of alcoholic tint to it, I think we're fine with that. I don't think it needed it. Um, <laughs> I, I don't think it would have hurt it. I mean, <laughs> I don't Maybe you're a Chambord chaser, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he could have done that. Little little sniffers of Chambord alongside oh, the yeah, blanc I, I could have served it as like a chunk. Yeah. Carved out a little hole in the middle and poured the Chambord into it. And then lit it like a Christmas pudding. <laughs> Absolutely good. Yes, let's light the... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it would have been experience. Mandy can freeze hers and we can light ours on fire. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely feeling better. <laughs> yeah, I, I took the making of it a lot slower. So I did all the pureeing and cooking in the mixing bowl and everything. Um, and then putting them through the sieve. And then I got everything ready for the cooking with the corn flour. And then I put the gelatin in. So as I was doing it, the gelatin wasn't soaking too long. I have had trouble where I've soaked the gelatin too long. Mm -hmm. And because you take your time over cooking, sometimes that, that's possible. So when I took the gelatin out and squeezed out the water, it's like, oh, actually, yeah, this is a ball of gelatin. It's just ready to go in. Um, and then mixed it in. I didn't simmer it as long as it said to with the corn flour because it was already so thick and the milk was already sort of cooking on the edge of the bowl. Right. That you didn't want to do it and end up with burnt bits in the middle of the, the blancmange. But I, I think it wouldn't have been a problem because by the time you've mixed in the gelatin and then by the time you've mixed in the cream and then the puree, actually it's it's incorporating all the bits and, and hiding it under a very nice sort of pink glaze. Yes. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, no, I, I liked that. I was I was pleased to try it. I'm not sure I'd try it again. You get ill with too much cream. Well, it's that. it's a dessert um, full of cream. We're not we're not going to have that again. <laughs> End of story. <laughs> but I, I try it as a, a smaller thing. If I was doing a selection of things, this is mm. not a bad option. It just takes a while to get there. Yeah. Or if there is a substitute for the raspberry puree, you can put in of, of just buy some coolie or something. Yeah, yeah. Actually, mm. I think coolie would be great. You probably have to reduce the sugar elsewhere, mm. or else you'd be having a sweet coolie. Mm, and true. a whole load of sugar in there but but that yeah that could be a quick if i was about to say if more expensive but quite frankly raspberries are so expensive that buying yeah. a pre-made coolie probably wouldn't make any difference and this take did take three quarters of a kilo of raspberries yeah <laughs> yeah it was a lot of a lot of fruit mm. Mm. 
Um, I, I don't know that I would make it again, but I did get something mm. out of it because cool. since I switched to strawberry, I mm. wanted to use strawberry liqueur instead of mm. raspberry. Although we did mm. buy the raspberry, um, I couldn't find strawberry liqueur in the store here. Um, uh-huh. So I decided to try and make my own. Okay. And that worked out pretty well. Oh, nice. Um, so not only do I have homemade strawberry liqueur in my refrigerator right now, we also have <laughs> the raspberry one, too, on our shelf. So okay. I got a lot of alcohol out of it. Cocktails. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Nice. Good good dessert cocktails, I think. Yeah. yeah. Joseph was Put- convinced that it wasn't going to turn out well, which is why he made us go buy the, the ready-made bottle. Mm. Yeah. But after I made it, I had him taste it, and he said, wow, that tastes so much better than I thought it would. Mm. Um, and so that's what I put in the dessert, but you, you couldn't taste it. Like, there was not a hint of alcohol in... Okay, so so what did you do to make your strawberry liqueur? Um, I took strawberries and rough chopped them up and soaked them in vodka for a couple days. Mm. And then um, strained all of that out, and it was a lovely, lovely pink color. And then made nice. a simple syrup and mixed all of that together and let that rest mm. for a day. So it's just mm. really very, very sweet strawberry vodka. Mm. Really, what it was, um, but it it worked out fairly nicely. I'm thinking strawberry liqueur, a very dry, sparkling white wine, some ice cubes. <laughs> Sounds pretty delicious. Mm. Oh, that's interesting. That's maybe something we could try. Yeah, it might be something to try for a yeah. future one. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I like that idea. Good idea. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty proud of it, honestly. Like, I feel mm. like my strawberry liqueur came out better than my blancmange did. <laughs> but I think this is part of doing these technicals. Mm. It's, it's interesting to me because most of the most of the ones that we've tried, apart from naan, well, no, no, but including the naan, like. I don't know that we'd necessarily do any of them in full again, mm-hmm. but I think I think we're getting bits and bobs of of extra th- extra mm. sort of techniques or things that we might have a crack at in the future. So mm. I think your strawberry cure falls under that um, category. Yes, I think so. Yeah, good knowledge, good skills. Awesome. Yeah. So the next one to try is mamul. No. <laughs> yeah. No. I haven't even watched the episode yet, but I looked up the recipe after I saw you asking people if they had the mold or had ever made it. Mm. And I was like, I don't even know what some of these ingredients are. And I certainly don't have access to that kind of cookie mold. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to pass. Yeah, us too. I think if you priced it up, it would probably be £100 worth of ingredients and equipment, Mm. if not more. And and also they don't look like something I really I, I I suspect it would be interesting, but I think my interest in eating them would last for about half of one. Yeah, right. Because even if I said yeah, there, there was part of me that was thinking, um, let's not use the mold and the tongs, but let's at least make sort of ball or biscuit shaped things and try it. But but exactly like you say, Mandy, there, there's uh, is it mastic? I think Mastica? so. Um, in there, like there's a, there's uh, flavored water, water and so on, and something else water. It, yeah, stuff that I I don't think I'm going to use elsewhere, and I would feel bad buying mm-hmm. a huge amount of something and then only using a, a half a teaspoon of, of it. Yeah, exactly. Um, so we're going to try to to buy some in London because okay. there's a couple of a couple of cafes I think we can buy them from. So yeah. we might at least do a taste 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 testing. Yeah. Nice. But maybe later in the summer. We're going to a wedding um, in North London mm. later in the summer. So I think that might be a good opportunity for... Oh, that's not even later in the summer. Summer's Poss- gone. Possibly autumn and winter. <laughs> yeah, we're going to a wedding in November, which is in no way, shape or form <laughs> in the summer. Very but- <laughs> late summer. <laughs> very late Early summer. Early spring, perhaps. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, we may, we may try the rule that weekend. That mm. seems like a convenient time to, to swing by some of those cafes. Mm. Oh, good. Okay, so we'll see what comes of Pastry Week. Thank you very much, Mandy. We'll let you go and uh, enjoy some strawberry vodka and blancmange. <laughs> I will absolutely do that. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Cool. Speak Cheers, later. Mandy. Bye. Bye. Wobble. <laughs> wobble. Lots of wobbling for the Wobble, blanche. wobble. I did enjoy sort of wobbling it in the tin every so often to see like, oh, it's kind of setting. <laughs> wobble. So blancmange was fun. Yeah. Yes. Um, this week, the Puy d'Amour. Puy d'Amour. 
like you say, it's going to be an interesting one to learn different bits about. I think I might have done everything separately. Obviously, I've not made one of these because mm. who has? Um, <laughs> French people 250 years ago. <laughs> we, we we said just now how everyone made a different mistake and had a different problem. Where do you think you might end up with a problem or a thing that you're like, oh, why didn't I? I think I am going to be weakest at both types of pastry. Okay. Mm. That 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 is my biggest point of concern. Right. That I, I I have a vision of taking them out of the oven and it being basically about three millimeters high with a very flat <laughs> okay. shoe. Yeah. And I'll be like, oh, let's um let's spoon the creme pat out <laughs> out of the pastry cardboard. So that that's my concern. I mean, whether that whether that concern will happen or not, I don't okay. know. I think. Certainly for myself, uh-huh. I'm going to need a lot of time. Okay. So I, I think you and I are probably <laughs> going to do this. are you hearing the warning in her voice? When <laughs> Catherine's in the kitchen doing this thing, I am to stay away. I, I think we may need to do it on separate days. Okay. And, and we might need to consider that there is like police do not cross tape on the kitchen door whilst I'm fighting with this. I submit a request form for a drink. Can I have a cup of tea, please? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I think I, I'm worried about the rough puff too, mm. but because I've done it before and it oh, I had slightly mixed results with it, it kind of came out okay in the end with the pastiche donata, but yeah, I need to uh, just take care on that because it ended yeah. up more mixed than layered, I, th- I felt, with mine. So uh, I'm looking forward to it. I, I was a bit worried when I was hearing them describe all the different elements, but actually they're not too bad. So. It, it, it will be an interesting one. Mm. Yeah, I think, again, it will use every bowl we have. Yeah, <laughs> to do all the different bits, but but hopefully I will finish with more skills than I started with. Absolutely, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. And then next week, uh, vegan meringue. So we think that might be with chickpea sauce, uh, chickpea juice. juice, the juice of chickpeas. How do you juice chickpea? Yeah. It, it's it's a real shame because I'm going to be seeing one of my lovely vegetarian friends who actually listens to this podcast twice okay. next week. Right. And then we're making the the vegan meringues the weekend after. Whereas if I've been seeing uh, Helen the week after that, I could have happily donated her some lovely chickpea well, let's meringues. See can, let's see if we can get the timings right. I'll see if I can knock something up the night you see her. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be interesting. I mean, the drama they've already shown us at the end there with mm. the cakes falling over. It, it makes me feel like there's going to be even more drama because they never give away the biggest stuff, I think. So... Yeah, and... and a bit of misdirection, perhaps, as to whose the drama was. Because I initially, yeah. initially, I was thinking, "Well, that's like one of those film trailers that basically tells you the whole film in the trailer." Mm. But no, they're, they're, they're savvier than that. There's probably some misdirection going on there. It'd be interesting to find out. Yeah. Okay, so we'll, we will revisit that and the Puy d'Amour, Puy d'Amour next weekend. Puy d'Amour. next week. Join us on Worth of Calories. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Yes, please do. We will see you next week. Bye. 